This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. Muck Delivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the results, you'll always be winning with Muck Delivery. Order now on the McDonald's app and you'll get rewards points delivered too. So that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus rewards registration required. Points only on menu items, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Hello and welcome to Seagull Social Season 3, Episode Wembley, ladies and gentlemen. Oh, because we're hey. going to Wembley. <laughs> Love cool. it. Okay, um, unbelievable scenes at the Amex, ladies and gentlemen. 5-0 win over Grimsby. But before we get into everything, we're joined by the boys, Maz and Ben. How are we doing? Um, I was going to say ladies and gents, but that makes no sense. How are we doing, boys? Yeah, <laughs> good. good. Good, good. Yeah, very good, mate. We are flying as a club, as a fan base, as everything we are Going very well, and I'm very happy. Yeah, mm-hmm. Ben, good. how are you, mate? Very good. Uh, it was a good weekend, obviously, with the result. And also, a bit of a surprise, um, I didn't realise it was going to happen, when I met my brother and some friends. <clears throat> they, My brother got my mum a Mother's Day present from this company that makes bags. And well, they do loads of printing and stuff like that, but my, my brother got my mum a bag with a picture of our family on it. Anyway, so my brother then gives me this. <clears throat> I'm scared said, of what's coming to come out of this bag. I know. So it says, Hi, Ben. After doing a bag for Sam, which the first line may be confused. After doing a bag for Sam, Mother's Day gift, I recognise you from Seagull Social. So here's a little gift for you from me at Techno Chimps. If you can drop us a follow at Techno Chimps on Instagram, we'll be great. Uh, we'll be great and keep up the good ben, work. Ben so. with a sly, sly promo there. Never, this is, yeah, uh, no, wait, well, well, this is why. This is why yeah, I said hashtag it. Because, ad, yeah. because so like, get, this get actually is a t-shirt. Oh, nice. oh, that is very nice. Look at that, the merch, the merch. Oh, hey, come and on. The reason why I've said it is because I'm pretty sure he told my brother, he said, if he gives it a shout out, he'll do a U2 one as well. Oi, oi. Um, oh, I was going to say to you, but how, wait, how did he recognise? I'm confused. How did he see you? I'm, I'm very confused. So about Sam that. got mum a bag and on the bag is a picture of all my family. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. So just coincidence. Okay. That's mad. Yeah, no. And then on the way to, on the way to go get this as well. Well, this was a surprise anyway. Got recognised as well on the way to the train station. That's just sick. Seagull Social is huge, ladies and gentlemen. We're massive. That's what what it is. We are massive. (laughs) Um, Yeah, yeah, t-shirts will be arriving in the post soon, hopefully. Nice, nice. Um, Danny's plug. (laughs) (laughs) It wasn't even a hashtag ad, as I said, so we can't even get struck by YouTube for this. I know you guys need some new t-shirts and new garms. (laughs) Um, but yeah boys we uh we are in Wembley um but before we get into everything that's happened I mean it's it's safe to say that Grimsby were awful but before the game (laughs) right before the game 
there was a lot of Brighton fans, um, and I want to get your your thoughts on this, guys, because obviously I wasn't on the last episode, so I didn't really get to preview um, Grimsby before anyway. But before the game, there was a lot of Brighton fans almost, you know, I think they would have been a little bit disappointed the fact we won that game, to be honest. They are borderline Grimsby fans beforehand. I mean, there was a lot of people practically wishing them so much luck that it was the case of I wouldn't even mind if you beat us is what I saw somebody say look I ain't here to be putting any uh, any pointers out there at all but all I'm gonna say is come on now really I mean, I, I just want to hear your thoughts really I'll start you Ben because I can tell you you're trying not to yeah. giggle here <laughs> no, it's, it is funny because I did see it as well and even post-match just some people have actually gone the other way now and have ridden them for all their antics that we'll probably talk about with the fans yeah. are doing but um, yeah I think people were probably trying to save face maybe people were worried that we were going to bottle it and thought and mm. we're just trying to preempt that and go well I, I said this before I said I'll be happy that they go through so I'm happy they go through they might have been doing that and in the back of their minds they really couldn't have given a shit um, mm. but yeah it was it was strange maybe we sh- well the fans were showing them some nice respect but yeah it did go a bit too far at some point. I, yeah. I, I am so happy you've asked this, Ryan, because I really wanted to uh, talk about this. Yeah. So, um, yeah, from my perspective, so listen, the cards, you know, that when we gave out the cards, wasn't it? Or the, the we basically allowed them yeah. to do gave their them little weapons. display thing. Gave, <laughs> yeah, gave, gave them um, utensils to, uh, make a little, um, mm. to make a little, um, you know, presentation, whatever it was. Listen, that, I, I, I don't care. Like, at the end of the day, it's not that deep, right? But, but, what I will say is, I feel like we're too nice at times. We're too nice, and as a club in general, I feel like when a away team comes there, you're not meant to there to cater them. You're not there to make them feel good. You're not there to make them, you know, happy. You're there to, well, win the game, right? Yeah. It's a big, it's a big game, quarterfinal. Yeah. You know, to get into Wembley, it doesn't matter if it's Grimsby or fucking Man City. It doesn't really matter. I just think we're too nice at times, and that's what grinds me I, I i wasn't you know annoyed about the giving them the cards or whatever it's just, it just feels too nice and and i feel like sometimes we let we're let down by being too nice even in performances mm. so that's yeah that was my biggest gripe is just do you know I'm why sure we do is, that though it's because why? paul barber loves the uh best away best away trip award we've won it a couple of times i'm pretty sure okay, you know right, we do right. we do we have local it's, beers it's local ales for the clubs whatever clubs go whenever yeah. let's say if we mm. played Barnsley in the championship, the away end would be red inside. They'd yeah. have red lights and all that sort yeah, of stuff. Yeah, I've noticed that. They've got yeah, posters yeah. and things like that. It's, they yeah. are very, very accommodating, which I do find strange. Because if anything, you yeah. want to make the fans less feel not less accommodated as possible. Sure. Well, this, yeah, you yeah. want to make them not want to chant and well, they, feel. Well, this is the thing. Well, exactly. So this is the thing, right? It's like all the away fans you speak to, they're like, oh, "I don't, you know, doesn't it's not intimidating, Brighton. What, you know, it's, yeah. it's a lovely what day, away day. You don't, yeah, yeah, you don't, you don't want to hear that from an away fan. No. Like, fair enough. At home, cool. Yeah, make sure yeah. the home end is beautiful. There's the best beers, the best, you know, entertainment. You know, make sure it's amazing at mm. home. Of course, you you want to make sure the home fans are happy. But I just, yeah, I just find it a bit odd. Not not, not necessarily the, the the card thing or whatever, like the the gesture. It was just, yeah, more more. I'm talking as a whole. I feel like we're just a bit too nice and I don't yeah. I wish we had a bit more ruthlessness and a bit I think more we are getting more ruthless as a club but yeah. we're more ruthless than we were for sure yeah I well, think yeah. I, I agree for a start and also secondly I think Deserby doesn't 
doesn't go with it. I mean, that team he put out. Um, I mean, if there's if there's any room for niceness amongst perhaps the higher ups and fan base, are like there certainly isn't with Roberto. I mean, that team was yeah. was ready Strong to team. take him apart True. any given moment. Yeah. To be fair, um, and pretty much from the get go, it was it was uh, me and my dad said it to each other so many times. Like, yeah, they ain't scoring. <laughs> I was like, this this is going to be the most relaxing game of football I've ever watched. So at no point was it even yeah. a, a concern. It's we are way better than them. We're going to prove it, and we did. And it was as simple as that. No I'll be honest. Mm. I, I didn't actually have any fears going into it. I know that it sounds really like, no, no, oh, really. you know, like, you know, everyone was being like, I'll oh, be humble, make sure you're, yeah. you know, you're not taking them, you're not taking no, them. No. Like, obviously, I, I thought they'd give us, I thought they'd be competitive, but mm. I never thought in my mind that we were going to lose. It was yeah. just, I thought they might give us a good game. Might be tight, maybe 2-1, 1-0, you know, that kind of thing. But yeah, yeah. we absolutely blew them away. And, and to be honest with you, I can't remember one chance they had. Oh, no. apart from Bobby Sanchez sa- yeah, save, sorry, in the second save. half. Sanchez, Sanchez save, that's literally all they did. Good save the as well. So. Yeah. Yeah. And actually, the hell? it's best to score an own goal as well. That was, that was oh, yeah. <laughs> shocking. <laughs> How the hell did Southampton lose to him? Oh, this is, I'm yeah. not sure, again, yeah, I'm not trying to be disrespectful, know. but like, the fact oh, that mate, be disrespectful to Southampton. Who cares? They're going. No, down. Southampton, yeah, it's fair, but <laughs> probably to Grimsby. But yeah, how the hell did yeah. Southampton get knocked yeah. out? By just, them? just quickly, sorry, just just before you boys go on. If you're watching this video right now on YouTube, make sure you hit the like button. It's really important. We don't, we don't hate being those guys. Like, oh my God, yeah, hit the like button. Sure we smash that like button. Yeah, 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 yeah. Ryan does a really good impression. Um, but please, we're not trying to be those guys, but it does generally help a lot with yeah. our reach and, you know, basically getting the video to other people. But sorry, go on, Ryan. Sort carry of God's sake, guys. What are you doing? Yeah, anyway, no, um, but yeah, no, I, I do agree wholeheartedly. I think it was, um, when I looked at the, the social media feed before the game, I, I was trying my best to stay out of it. I saw a lot of people get probably a bit too heated over it um again yeah. not gonna go through any but i think there was quite a bit on there that i was a bit like okay i'm not that hot on either side but yes i agree that the the away fans should be in a different place we've said this so many times we shouldn't give yeah. them a whole stand mm. we are too accommodating they should be in a corner you know if you go to leeds for example away from home the last thing you want to be is there <laughs> to be honest you're there to watch a footy and you want to get home you're not really in a nice environment and it works because when you play leeds away from home it's a hard game and everyone knows that it's the same but at brighton it just doesn't seem to happen i mean when palace come it's a bit different it's just a shambles but that's a different story <laughs> um but you know that's that's a whole of a ball game but anyway we'll get into the game a little bit because yeah as I say it was a bit of a whitewash and I think that that first half it was a professional performance right it was everything that uh, a good team does they just pass the ball around and and I think at any moment if we really wanted to we could have scored maybe three or four in that first half but I think we almost laid off them a little bit um, but what I do want to ask one actually we'll mention Dennis Undav um, who did get his first hey. goal and he actually got an assist as well so shout out to Dennis yeah. because goal it was a decent decent performance I think he had a couple of chances particularly that one in the second half which we don't have to mention but he, he um, was okay I thought Maz what do you reckon yeah no I, like and, and also talking of passes just quickly before we get Undav I thought Webster shout out to Webster two of his passes yeah. I remember one to Gross and one to Ferguson the one to Ferguson sort of uh, had a heavy touch and couldn't score but like those two split defense like literally defence splitting passes from Webster I just thought yeah highly impressive like his, his range of passing was really good uh, mm. and albeit Grimsby well. yeah and he got an assist as well um, albeit Grimsby but anyway going <laughs> back to Undav um, yeah 
yeah, I, I was I was pleasantly surprised. I thought I thought he he done alright, like you said. He he didn't blow me away. And again, yeah. you have got to take into consideration the the opposition as well. I know <laughs> that's not very uh, you know, fair to say, but it was a League Two. Was it League Two? Yeah, League yeah, Two league yeah, opposition. Yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah, like. Uh, I'm not saying he's found his level by any stretch, but uh, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it, 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 it was encouraging though. I, I think that'll really do yeah. him a world of good. Like all, all joking aside, I think it'll do him a world of good. Take Just getting goal, that yeah. assist, getting a, yeah, exactly a goal. And do you know what? Fair play to him. He was the first person to the ball. When mm. the keeper parried it, he was the first one there. And that, no matter who you're playing, is always a good sign, right? Like for yeah. a striker to be the first on the scene and, and tucking it away. And, and it was a good finish as well. So yeah, yeah. all joking aside, I thought I thought I was re- I was really happy for him and hopefully he can kick yeah. on from here and just take it. I was happy for me. I was I was just shouting Dennis when he scored at the in the West Upper. No way he ever heard me, but yeah, I hope he did. No, I'm joking. Um, but it was it was quite funny because uh, you know I really wanted him to just at least get one there because you know it's a it's a bit of a free fall, isn't it? When you play against a lower league team and you start your centre forwards that perhaps don't fire in the league, you like to think they could score a bit FIFA career mode style. But I don't know what you think, um, mm. Ben of Vindav and what you made of him. Uh, yeah, he's now scored against a League Two team, a League One team, and a Championship team. He hasn't scored against a Prem team yet, has he? No, he scored against Villa and so, a Prem. So, <laughs> yeah, that's true. India and Dubai, but um, yeah, no, he's, you know, he's ticking him off. We just need a Premier League team now. That'd be great. Um, yeah, I was going to make the joke that he's found his level, but Maz took that from me. Um, but no, I just yeah, I think Too he easy. was he was okay. He was okay. Obviously, it was against Grimsby. I feel like. Maybe he was good because he was playing off of Ferguson. I think it, yeah. he looked good as a as a two. A bit like when Neil Mope played that like one game with Glenn Murray. We saw a different side to him that we yeah. quite liked away at Southampton. Yeah. I saw similarities like that, a little pair up front. So it's a good option to have that if them two players are two going into the That's Premier League shot. as well. Um, mm. Maybe on his own, not strong enough yet for the Premier League. But yeah, no, it was nice to finally see him get his goal. And we, we saw what it meant to him when he scored against Middlesbrough. So he's obviously trying a lot and cares a lot. So, yeah, you could tell by the way the players off, sort of went around him. Um, you know, the, when he scored again, it was quite. A, uh, I think it's quite emotional. Obviously, when you're a centre forward, you're not scoring. Uh, you're not. You're out of the team. It's, it's, it's like hard. Weghorst it scoring it be as well. <laughs> yeah, literally, it's memes, when Weghorst scored for Man United, his arms were going. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He's literally like forgotten how to it. celebrate. His arms going yeah. everywhere. It, it gives no. me Ali Reza vibes. Yeah, it is. Like, he really try, he really tries, and he actually mm. does give his all for the team. Which that's all you can ask for, really. Like from any pro, you want them to give their all. And um, yeah. yeah, it's literally like when Vicstar scores for the sidemen. It's kind of like that. Oh my god! We'll flip it to the other side. Um, we want to talk about Evan Ferguson as well, uh, because yeah. an eighteen-year-old. Absolutely fantastic, technically excellent. Still can't see a, a particular flaw in this man's game. And we said it when he first played, and I'm still saying it, you know, 10, 10 goals and assists later. Um, he's been fantastic. He really has. He's, as I mentioned, and as everyone mentions, he's 18. For God's sake, he's 18, and he's scoring goals like that. That first one, particularly, that first touch was oh, absolutely man. unbelievable. Camp esque. Literally yes. like Burkham. Yeah. Dennis Burkham, right. Dimitar oh, Berbatov, whoever you want to yeah, name. Berber, yeah. It was that sort of standard goal. Erling yeah. Haaland, 
yeah postage and it was it was fantastic goal and um Sorry, i'm so happy for him as well you know because he's he seems to just keep taking it in his stride it doesn't go up and you know like an 18 year old if you score a goal for it for a decent sized club like us these days you're gonna go and go you mad go to but shoot. he just goes he yeah. just yeah he just, <laughs> but he just chills and you know he seems to just take it and, and that's it he wants another one and he gets another one and then he's he's still running back to get a hat trick and unfortunately did get taken off but yeah maz what's your taking of evan so far because he, he does a lot yeah. more than just the goals as well he's great all over 100 percent. yeah he's just i love his tenacity i love his running i love uh, his aggressiveness i love his um do you know what i was really impressed about as well and, I, and we've mentioned this before on the pod but i just love mm. his uh, the way he holds himself and the way he speaks especially yeah. in post-match interviews he just shows that level of maturity and i think yeah. that without naming names but there's been previous strikers who you know <laughs> burst onto the scene and have lost their heads whether it be on the pitch or, or off the pitch and it seems like and I don't want to jinx it but it seems like both on the pitch yeah. and off the pitch he's got a different mentality he's got yeah. that he's got he's got it you know he is him um, and I just feel like he yeah I just love his attitude to the game he clearly wants to learn he clearly wants to be better every game is improving I think yeah it was a quote um, after the game on against Grimsy, I think they asked him, like, you know, what do you think of your form, etc.? And he's like, I just want to get better. I just want to keep improving. Mm. I just want to keep getting better. And I think that just speaks volumes in a young, yeah. like you said, an 18-year-old. Um, and yeah, he's just, he's, you know, I feel like defenders are scared of him as well because he's such a, a big yeah. figure. He's he quick. Looks like he's strong. The way he runs. Yeah. Yeah. Exa- yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Like, he's quick. He's Quite strong. He can finish. You know, mm. his finishing is unbelievable. Even Undav, when he, did you see when he was celebrating before he even shot? Yeah. Like, that just shows, just yeah. that just shows just how. But, but do you know how mad that is that that your teammates are so confident in your ability that they know <laughs> you're, a teenager. you're gonna yeah and you're a teenager <laughs> and they're so confident that he's like yep he's gonna score like he's got his hands up ready to go like I just yeah I think everything about him just oozes quality and class and I think he will become a Ballon d'Or winner I'm saying it now now I think his ceiling is like ridiculous I think he's yeah. He's destined to be a top, top, he's top, a, top, He's top a lead player. standard, isn't he? I mean, he was doing yeah. it at Bohemian and he's doing it again mm. now. And Ben, I don't know what you think about it, mate, but as as Maz says, we probably haven't had that lethalness in a, in a player that sort of every time he comes forward, nine times out of ten, you're going to back him to put it past the goalkeeper. And I don't yeah, think we've had that ridiculous. since probably Glenn Murray. I, I, I can't mm. think of a more Glenn Murray player than mm. Evan Ferguson. Mm. Am I right? Yes, yeah, having the... Co- Having the confidence to in a player like if he's one on one with a goalkeeper and I'm mm-hmm. I'm confident he's going to bury it and I haven't haven't had that with a Brighton striker in a long long time. Yeah. He's more agile. He's like an agile. He's like a more agile and uh, phys- like bit better physique. Like Murray like he's a better yeah uh, yeah. He's Murray Murray me. with pace. Yeah. Yes, he's like a young yeah. Glenn Murray if Murray ever played at the top level when he was younger. Because I think I, I honestly <laughs> believe, and like, I said this at the time back then, and I was just like, Murray, point, yeah. if Murray ever played in like a, a big academy back when he was younger, I, I genuinely believe he would have been an elite striker because you don't, you can't teach scoring goals. You've either got it or you don't. I think Murray had it, and if he, if his name wasn't Glenn, he probably would have had half a chance of playing <laughs> for Man United or something. I think, that, think that's just the standard saucy difference. name for him. <laughs> yeah, and I think Murray would have genuinely been an elite level striker if he just played. Glendora Mazzino. Yeah, but, but but Ferguson's fantastic. I say I keep yeah. going on. He is a teenager. Yeah. And it is mad. Mate, he's to so see him. strong as well, though. Strong. That's, that's the beauty of him. Yeah, and his passing range is really t- good. His hold up play is good too. That first touch pitch. for the first goal. Yeah, that first touch was just. A if thing Messi done it, we'd be talking about it for years. Oh, 
the way he cushioned it down and then yeah the little turn yeah. and oh, he's got it his just, foot yeah. about six foot in the air and he sort of I don't oh, even know how he got his foot so that yeah. high to be fair yeah, yeah it's his fantastic play but to also mention his second goal which was set up by Dennis by the way shout out Dennis good guy is Dennis and he, he put for a ball and again left foot this time smashed it absolutely smashed it nearly broke the net again we haven't seen a player nearly break the net <laughs> I couldn't even tell you um, the last time that we've been so confident that we get a player run through on goal and obviously you know it comes on to a bit later in the game because I could just go over every single goal with this but I feel like it's hard to na- analyse players like properly when we've just played the League 2 side but at the same time mm. Yasin Ayari obviously came on for his debut and his almost second touch in his Brighton career was an over a kick and he was I reckon about two inches away from connecting with that he was really close and that would have been some finish he was sort of backpedalling as well but I thought he was really good. Joking aside, I, he gave me really bright signs of, and and um, Roberto De Zerbi described him as a complete midfielder. Um, it looks like Ben, we could have a bit of a, another star on our hands. Do you think? Yeah, it wouldn't surprise me <laughs> knowing the run that we've had with players. But um, yeah, it was pretty. It's very, very ballsy and confident to do that. I imagine that's like you've just been introduced to yeah, he's to in your new club. And then you just go, fuck it, I'm just going to try to do a bicycle kick. But <laughs> most people, even if it didn't pay off, it would look embarrassing. But for some reason, it didn't. You're just like, yeah, fair play. He's yeah. got a bit of And he sort of like to, sprung back up, yeah. didn't he? So it wasn't like he just sort of laid on the floor. Yeah, he just, just sprung back to up the ground. Great, yeah. Agile. Yeah, yeah. You could tell mm. he was. No, he looked good. He's an agile. He looked player. good. The glimpses that we saw of him, he looks promising. Yeah, mm. for sure. Agreed. And, and he's Swedish as well, which obviously, mm. being Swedish myself. Mud on Stelessi in Sweden. Yeah, uh, Svenska, uh, up the Swedes, mate. No, he, uh, just to add on to that, yeah, I, I think he, he, I just love the fact that pretty much anyone we sign at the moment, and it was funny because, yeah. I think if we cast our minds back, what, two, three seasons ago, we were having the likes of like, we were signing like Lacadia and Elvis Manu, and, you know, players Elvis that just Manu. turned out, and player. like, p- p- players that just turned out to be massive flops, and yeah. it was just frustrating, wasn't it? Because we felt like our recruitment, they had, we were aimless, we didn't really have, you know, there Any was no strategy. Yeah, Paul no strategy. Stanley's the guy, mate. What do you mean? He, he is the <laughs> yeah. behind it all. It was like we were throwing a dart at, like, dart at the map and just hoping we'd hit, you know. Throwing and, shit yeah. at a wall until it's dead. Yeah, and also we were going for a lot of Dutch players. Well, well Dutch league was like very much our focus. Mm. But mm. now we've sort of, we've cast our net to the wider uh, pool of European talent. Yeah. And I think it's great. I just, yeah. So big shout just out European to... European as well, you know. We're looking in South well, America. We're looking well, in South Japan. America, yeah. You know, we, we've got a, a big range now. We've got one of the biggest scouting networks, you know, in the country, in the world. I, I just think that everything that this club is at the moment is so excited. And I know we say it pretty much every single podcast, but I genuinely do yeah. think that we've got something really, really, really special going on. And there's something about this season. And I don't know, like, I know we've mentioned the championship vibes of like 16, 17. And I heard we were on our way back again. And I was a little bit like, oh, my God, I've just been taken aback right there. And I don't know. It's just something about it. I don't know what you think, Ben, but like there's something in the air. And, you know, Manchester United, it seems quite biblical. It comes back around 40 years after the um, yeah. FA Cup final. <clears throat> now we've got them in the semis. I was that, yeah. They're going to be a tired United team as well. They've got a very, very tough run in before they play us. And they're not even on their best formula. They, they had a bit of a lethal streak, but anything can happen in the semi-final. I don't know. There's something about this season that says to me, I think we're going to do it. I don't know what you think. I'm kind of confident that we'll do them in the semis for sure, especially looking at their, the games that they got. I can't remember what the stat I saw. It was about, it was about seven games in 20 days, maybe. That could, yeah. that could be bullshit. It was something crazy, basically. And then they've got Seville on the Thursday. 
mm. which means there'll be, I think we're going to have our Saturday game, which is meant to be on mm. Saturday, the semi-final move to the Sunday, which is a bit annoying because I have to book the Monday off work. Yeah. Um, but it is what it is. But yeah, they, they'll be tired. You'd expect they would be. And every every single game, Ten Hag seems to be playing the same players, the same 11. So it doesn't really rotate either. Um, so no. yeah, we, we've we've got an advantage there. The only difference is it's at Wembley, and our players aren't used to that, and their players have just done it and won a cup, mm. cup there not so not too long ago. But also as well, Ben, let's be real. If anyone watched that Fulham game? Fulham, they threw the game away. They they were yeah, totally imp- they were totally them. dominating yeah. that game. Yeah, and if they didn't get those two red cards, well, three red cards if you include Marco Silva, they would have. I think they would have gone and seen that game out. But mm. then, yeah. arguably, I think I think we can beat both of those sides, like Fulham and Man United. I don't oh, yeah, fear them. Like, I know, fear Fulham yeah. more because we've lost them twice already. Mm. But mate, yeah, that game fair, against Fulham, I know we, we, we obliterated yeah. them. We absolutely oh, okay. obliterated them. We, they did nothing. They just they had one chance, and, and it, it was just it was a, one of those days. If you played that game six times again, we're going to win that every single time. Like there, yeah. there's no way that happens again. And and, and yeah. Fulham on a on a pitch at Wembley, as you say against the Deserby team which is known for breaking the lines the wider the pitch the bigger the pitch the better we are because I can't see the, the that being an issue for us with Deserby in charge because we're too we're too um, creative with, with enough space to to be throwing away that sort of opportunity and to be honest with you the likes of Alexa McAllister I don't know if you saw uh, is wearing the same boots uh, in the FA Cup as he wore for the uh, for the World Cup final um, no which he wore I against yeah Maybe a bit of a um, you know superstitious thing there, but mm. I'm just saying we've got a World Cup winner in our well, squad. Um, yeah. You know what I mean? That's a really good point. That's a really good point, Ryan. Yeah, like yeah, you need the players like McAllister who have done it on the big stage. Even like Welbeck, Lalana, all those yeah. players. Yeah, all those players that have done it on the big stage. That's when you were like, lads, this is yeah. what we need you now. Semi final. Even Wembley. just having Lalana in the dressing room is going to be huge yeah. for that. You know, 100%. just just as someone that you can look at and like. You know, you've won a you've won a lot of stuff. You've been in big, big stadiums in your lifetime. To have someone well, there almost won as a enough bit of a shadow. At Wembley as well, Ryan. Yeah, he would exactly. have won two or, two or three trophies there. Yeah. yeah. So to to be looking at him, you know, even in the dressing room is going to be huge. Danny Welbeck's obviously played for England in European Championships, everything like that. You, you know, he's been there as much as people take the mick out of him. He has scored in very, very big games too. Um, and, so having those and, players runs huge. And even, and even, even if you look at like, let's say, so we, let's put them three at like the top, right? McAllister, Welbeck, Lallana, in terms of experience on the big stage, okay? Yeah. Let's put them on, the, on uh, at the top. But then even if you go down, let's say the second tree of the, of the triangle, like mm. you got the likes of Caicedo, Matoma, Estepinian, um, yeah. Bobby Sanchez, like all Veltman, all gone, all gone to the World Cup. So even playing at the World Cup's a massive, yeah, you know, thing. It's not, it's not like we've got a squad of just, you know, it's not just a squad of, um, you know, inexperienced players who've never played at a, a, no. a big tournament or a big stage. Do you know what I mean? So we even if you look below the three at the top, yeah, I st- it's still got a core group of experienced yeah. players there. Yeah. So yeah, Stupinian's been in, in a Champions League semi final. Exactly. We've had, you, um, you know, yeah. what's his name? Joel Veltman was in a Champions League semi final. So we've had we've had yeah. big big players. We've had obviously Moises Caicedo's played as you say rightly in, in Ecuador. Yeah. We've got we've got a great team. Lewis Dunk, even if you wanted to include local experience, get into Wembley. Uh, captain the side through thick and thin so yeah we've got a, a side that's capable um, and this is what yeah. you know, sorry speaking on speaking of the squad comparing it to when we last went is just yeah. insane the that's levels sure. of where we are now we've got this is a we thing. started with we started with Matty Ryan in goal Martin Montoya at right back Duncan Duffy at centre backs Bernardo at left back 
A midfield three of Basuma, Dale Stevens and Davy Proper. Long, and Lockhart, Glenn Murray and Jahan And that man now look at where we are final. now. It's, it, it's insane. It wasn't even a million miles away. Um, and that team is so much now. stronger. Yeah. We, we, were better, we were the better team. You know, Knockout was, that was his dance floor out in Wembley that day. Uh, we, we, were, we were playing well. We could have beaten City that day. They yeah. weren't good. And Carl Walker should have been sent off. Own admission at it was scumbag. Um, you know, Graham Potter yeah. never took us to anywhere close to this. He never liked the um, FA Cup. So <laughs> we'll never be able to tell if it was a, a Chris Hutton thing or if it was a Potter thing. But what one thing can be sure is I don't think Deserby's going to be shy. People have even perhaps, I was telling this to Ben off air earlier when we were supposed to film this morning, which we didn't, um, <laughs> that... I think that a lot of our fans, I don't know if you guys agree, have kept up with the quick progress we've made in about six months of mentality shift, the way that Deserby is, how serious we are now, our players are serious. I think that, you know, for example, how we're talking about Grimsby and people being a bit worried, perhaps. I don't think people have quite caught up with the fact that we're serious now. You know, we're not just little Brighton getting to Wembley. It's not like that anymore. It's it's Brighton getting to Wembley and we want to win it. We're not Brighton getting to Wembley and we'll take that. I don't know if if you agree. Well, yeah, no, I, was, I was about to say, actually, do you know what? And, and I, this might sound a bit defeatist, but I, I don't mean it in this way. But just to get to the final, I think, will be huge because, simply because, if we get City in the final, yeah. we, that's pretty much guaranteed European football because City will have qualified via the, the Premier League. So yeah, yeah. that's not to be defeatist. I, I, th- I generally see the semi-final as a cup final because I, I, I truly believe if we do beat... Man, because uh, let's be real, Man City are going to beat Sheffield United. Like, I don't see <laughs> no, Sheffield United yeah, yeah, make, yeah, yeah. doing an upset. Let's just be yeah. realistic here. Um, so, obviously, they'll be in the final and they're going to be, what, second and maybe even win the league if Arsenal fuck up monumentally. Um, so, that, that, will no. leave, uh, that will leave a European position pretty much, like, guaranteed for the finalist. And obviously, yeah, if we get past Man United, we're pretty much guaranteed European football, which is mental. Yeah. So, yeah, no matter what happens, obviously, I'd love to win the FA Cup. Just to have, say we've won, won it, it would be, be amazing. Mad. But, yeah, yeah I, I just, yeah, I, I don't think it'll be disastrous if we got to the final and lost. Do you, do you know what I mean? As long as we got European football. Yeah, yeah, that, yeah. I think for me, that's the key thing. Like, getting European football would be amazing. Just having away days and, you know, just to say you've played European football is just crazy yeah. as a Brighton Losing fan to City is not a, not you know it's not a, Ex- a big yeah. shame is it you know exactly. it's no shame exactly. it's, people who sit every week I but like you said Ryan, more of a shame go on go on well, sorry just like you said though on our day we could easily be man City I know it sounds crazy to say yeah we can and I know they, they battered someone 7-0 yeah, but no, well, no but we, we can though. I know you laugh Ben but like we we can yeah but Ben Ben's we haven't got Dan Burn anymore Ben's scared of predicting <laughs> a win against Norwich in the cup like he, he's scared of he's scared of this but Ben no, I'm no, telling no. you mate like we are we're okay, on a cup final we're correct we're good on, on a cup yeah, final one off game one off game anyone it can be anyone I'm not yeah exactly I'm not saying we're better than Man City yeah, we're not saying we're better than Man City, but yeah, we're saying yeah, in a one-off yeah, yeah. game, we could easily beat any team. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Day. Definitely. I agree. And, and in my opinion, in my opinion. Squad, right? in my we, opinion we, we have, we've got a team that's... This is, how I, this is how I describe it, right? When people say about our team perhaps being lesser than, you know, out of that top four. I, I think that, you know, we still are better than Spurs. I stand by it. I think we still are better than Liverpool this season. Top we're better Spurs. than Chelsea this season. We're better than Newcastle. I, I put us above all of those teams in that in Ooh, that mix. Newcastle, but, yeah, no, we're better, mate. We are because I reckon Newcastle would have Caicedo. They'd have a lot of them players. And this is how yeah, I view yeah, it, right? That's fair. You know, Leandro Trossard, Ben White, gone to Arsenal, potentially winning the Premier League. Right? This is how I view it. Trossard's gone there. He's got a good few assists. He started quite brightly. I'm happy for him. Whatever. Point is, we got him for what 15 million from Genk. 
played all right for us, inconsistent at times, had a good probably last year or two, I'd say. First couple of years, quite inconsistent and, you know, most Brighton fans would agree. Um, we got him in his prime years, got a few goals out of him. Now he's gone to Arsenal and says he's world-class, he's fantastic, he's amazing, groundbreaker, whatever. Ben White, exactly the same process. And this is what I think is quite funny. Kukure is probably an, an exception in this, and so is Basuma now. But it looks, look, look, you know, you look at this team now, Caicedo, McAllister, easily Champions League players, right? You've got the likes of even Ferguson, who could be potentially in that, in that bracket too in the, in the future. Mitoma, definitely a Champions League player. You've got Solly March this season. He's a Champions League player. We thought we'd be saying that. True. We've got, um, you know, Levi Cole, who's got the potential to be. Stupinian definitely is. Veltman is. Um, you know, we've got um, Lewis Dunk, Dunk is. Dunk, yeah. You know, just name so, the whole team, basically. But yeah. this team is Champions League ready. When you, when you read the team out, there's these teams, these big teams, associate them as top four, bigger, better players. You know, we, we associate them as that next level. So why is it that as soon as they're wearing a Brighton shirt, it's, they can't be. It's impossible. It's ridiculous. It's good for you know them to, to underestimate us, though. That's, that's, yeah. that's an advantage I'm to fine us. With it. I'm fine with it. But yeah. I mean, they're the, they're the same player. And if anything, yeah. they're better off here. You know what I'm trying to yeah. say? Yeah. No, 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 mate, I, I 100% agree with you. I just mm. think that because, I, do you know what it is? I, and this, I'm speaking for myself here. I think because we haven't got the experience of, you know, that uh, in the past where we've either been really close to getting European football, Champions League, wherever it might be, you know, we haven't really finished around, well, yeah. we haven't finished higher than ninth, you know? So I ninth. think just, so I think for me, it's that thing of like, can we do it? It's the, like, it's the unknown, Scared right? It's the like, unknown. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, it's the unknown. It's like, can we do it? You know, I, I want to, I want us to do it. I'd love for us to do it. It'd be incredible if we did. It's just, yeah. And other teams around, obviously I'm looking at the table now. You've got Arsenal, obviously City who pretty much wrapped, they've wrapped up obviously Champions League, but obviously Man United yeah. were only what? Eight points with, oh no, one. Okay. Eight points with the game in hand. But okay, let's take Man United. They've definitely qualified. But then Spurs, like you said, they're terrible. And we've got three games on hand on them. So mm. I, I, I get what you're saying with the Champions League. But I, yeah, there's something in me where I'm like, no, nah, we can't do it. Do you know what I mean? It's just that, that thing in my yeah. head. I'm like, no, nah, nah, for nah, me, it's, yeah. It's, it's Champions League's off, yeah, off just, limits. Yeah, it's Champions League's like off limits, yeah. But no. Conference League and Europa, I, I fully believe we can do it. Generally. That's why I, I like this do. FA Cup. Sorry, this FA oh. Cup route to Europa League is great because, okay, yeah. even now I would, I would still take Conference League because that would just be a great experience anyway. But I feel like... Europa would be mad. Yeah, if we get Europa, that would be huge. That'd be yeah. so. That'd be that'd be unbelievable because people actually respect Europa. Because since the conference has come out, everyone's like, yeah, "This is literally." The, this yeah. is a joke. Like, I think who was it that said on Talksport the other day? And I thought it was quite funny. Um, he's the Irish manager with the glasses, Martin O'Neill. Was it? Martin O'Neill. Yeah. yeah. He was like, yeah. He basically, he was like, if you don't get relegated, then you should be qualified for the Conference League. <laughs> I was like, it's very true. <laughs> Anyone can get the Conference yeah. League, really. It's, if you're not a relegated team, board, you're yeah, pretty much. Board, yeah. You would do well, like. Nottingham Forest would probably get to the uh, final of the Conference yeah. League. In, in my opinion, I think a realist, like if I'm being a realist here, I think Euro uh, Europa League is what we should be aiming for right now. Obviously, yeah. like, no, that, that sounds a bit defeatist, but obviously think... aim for Champions League. But uh, uh, being a realist, I think Europa League is where we should be That's aiming the for. Like, as, yeah. as, the min as a minimum, you know? I think yeah. that. I reckon should it go. should be we're aiming for Champions League, we're fine with Europa League. I think that's, that's what it should be. And I think that's what <laughs> I, it is. I, I, I like, like that mentality. I like yeah. that I think mentality. that's what it is. Um, you know, yeah. I, mate, I, I would be surprised if that's what Deserby's instilled in them Deserby as well. Wants, oh, I think as a, as a fan. He does. Of course yeah. he does, yeah. mate. Like, 100%. you know, you can see it in him. He wants Champions League, regardless of whether it's going to happen or not. He's telling them players to go for it. 
And, that, and that's what we should be doing. We should be treating it as if we're going for it. Well, because reality I, says in two weeks, three weeks time, we're going to potentially be in that position anyway. And if we are, we want to stay there. We don't want to be dropping out of it. Um, so that's, that's what I mean. We, I look at it and we are better than those teams. I, I really do, I genuinely do believe the only way we bottle it is up here. It's not on the, it's not on the quality of our individuals. Definitely not. I think, I think delusion, you need to be deluded. I think, I think Deserby's got a perfect balance of being deluded, but also being realistic as well. Like, like you genuinely, you need to be a little bit deluded to be a successful person. Like you have to have that because you have to be otherwise, crazy. yeah, you have to, yeah, exactly. You have to be delusional and crazy to believe in these things and to actually, you know, make them happen. So yeah, I, Look, I, I love the mentality. I, I would love, yeah, I think everyone should always aim for the highest. You know, you should be, what's the point of being in the Premier League if you, if you don't think you're going to win the Premier League? Like, what's the actual point? Mate, it was crazy well, last like, year. Do you remember on the pod, like, people were memeing us for saying we were potentially European candidates. Now people are saying we're better than that. So that's in the space of a year. I remember I said last year to my mates in a group chat on Snapchat, and I was like, by the way, lads, genuinely, we're the next miracle in, the, in, this, in, the, in England. And everyone was like, Ryan, you're so deluded. You're such an idiot. I mean, look at it now. I mean, it's not because I was now. delusional. I could see that. I could see what we're doing. I mean, everyone that's a Brighton fan can see what we're doing. If you can't see it, you don't understand football. It's as simple as that. If you can't see it, you don't know what you're talking about. And I and I'd suggest right. learning more. But anyway, we'll move speak, on. From, speak, uh, sorry, from speaking on because I know we mentioned Tottenham earlier, and we're talking about people that are above us. To, uh, the Telegraph have just literally just said, uh, tweeted now oh. saying Tottenham are expected to part ways with Antonio, Antonio Conte later this week. So there could okay. be a shift. They could be getting a new manager. Whether that make them worse or better, who sorry? knows? Sorry, Conte's gone. Uh, Conte will be going. Yeah, uh, standard. Yeah, I mean, after he's ran, he was <laughs> it was impossible yeah. to stay. Yeah. Can I can live with that? I mean, realistically, no. That won't that make them better though? And yeah, yeah, it, it will. Because he, he honestly, they have been awful under him. Like, he, like yeah, then, it would have helped to have him to the end of the season yeah. because they would have been awful and they wouldn't have done anything. Mm. I think their their troubles are there they're not a winning team so they're not they are notorious bottlers regardless of this season it, it's happened forever isn't it Tottenham they get to the top four and then drop out and then at most they get into the Champions League and then lose in the quarters maybe in the semis uh, or in 2018's case in the final I, 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 just, I don't fear Tottenham I just think that they're too much bottlers the only thing that carries Tottenham is, is Harry Kane uh, as, as sort Kane of like be basic as it average. sounds it's true um, and you know they've got a weak midfield now they've lost a lot of uh, Bentancur etc I think we'll be alright um, Conte obviously going different but I don't know realistically if they get potched back they're going to be too nice again and everyone knows that nice guys in football 2023 doesn't work um, <laughs> doesn't it Graham but yeah I don't know we'll see um, anyway so let's let's move on a little bit anyway because we spoke about FA Cup Europe and all that quite a bit uh, we'll, we'll yep. finish up on the last couple of goals actually because we didn't mention those obviously we had Matoma uh, who got the other one um, uh, so Ferguson got two Ferguson got two Solly March Solly March, March header March got Soli a header March. Mate, you know it's a mad season when Solly March scores a header. If you could honestly tell me the last time when you saw that man score a header, I I can't. Great <laughs> header as well. It was a fantastic header. Yeah. It was a diving header as well. And it was a good ball in from Webster, as you mentioned. And then obviously a world-class yeah. goal from Kairou Matoma rounded it all off. It, what a strike that was. Um, yeah, but yeah. Absolute worldy. Yeah, it gave the uh, Japanese fans what they wanted to see anyway after. Probably it's not his, not his best game in probably his own admission, but he's still got a goal, so that's all that matters. Anyway, we'll move on from this game. International break, boys. It's very boring, isn't it, to be honest? There's not really too much else yes. to talk about. Ferguson um, watch. 
Yeah, Ferguson watch. Is there, any, is there anything you're going to be doing this week, um, you know, football-related wise? Um, hmm. No, I, I mean, I think I think with uh, what what I was actually going to suggest we do, and if people want to suggest their comment in the comment section, whether it be on well wherever you're watching or listening, um, <laughs> what if you want us to do like a special podcast? Obviously, me and Ryan are actually away. Uh, mm. We're both oh, yeah. going to New York City. Completely Just unrelated trip. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Ben, uh, ben didn't get the call up. Missed that one. <laughs> yeah, 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 you missed that one. But if we can squeeze a, a podcast like after or, or yeah, when we're back or before, I don't know yeah. how it's going to work. But anyway, yeah. give us your suggestions. If anything you want, like sort of, you know, we can do a format. We can do a a, a new sort of segment. Whatever you want us to do. Yeah. Uh, any suggestions? Yeah, let us know. Let us mm. know. Yeah, I must admit, that's one that's one thing we wanted to do, wasn't it, a couple of years ago when we first started. We wanted to do like a bit of a fun thing during the international breaks, but we just never knew what to do. So yeah. if anyone's got an idea, that yeah. would actually be very, very helpful to know, even if it's just a DM. You know, really, really weird. Yeah, yeah, agreed. Um, uh, really weirdly, it was so weird. I was actually thinking about this the other day, like formats we could do. And uh, one of them was, I don't know why, but it was like rating Brighton players trims. <laughs> Because oh I, I was thinking, if, you know, Matoma, he's got a bit of a mushroom head, didn't he? He's got a bit of a mushroom haircut. And so I was just like... That bowl cut that everyone yeah, had in year you, one. You know, yeah, you know, like the tier list. You know, like YouTubers do the tier list. We yeah. should do we that do with Brighton haircuts. We could do some yeah. tier lists, actually. That'd be quite Brighton fun. haircuts, mate. Yeah, uh, But no, obviously not haircuts, but we can do tier lists. Not haircuts, too, so. but we can do tier yeah, lists. Yeah. That's actually quite funny. Um, but yeah, boys, anything else you want to add before we sort of wrap up this episode? Hmm. Uh, Solly March, uh, we talk about this one so much extension, don't we? Yeah... We've got uh, Solly. Although well, no, we talked um, about the Lana contract, I think. I don't know if we've done the Solly. Oh, well, Solly's got a new deal. <laughs> so, in case you missed it, <laughs> Which they he will does. Be now, yeah. um, in case you're living under a rock. I'd like, to see, I'd like to see Matoma get another deal as well, to be honest, because um, I wouldn't be surprised if that's the next thing that we're working on. Yeah. And Levi well, Cole up next as well. So, funny yes, enough, um, I haven't actually watched the full video, but shout out to, the, I think they're called the Beautiful Game podcast or whatever. They, 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 uh, yeah. they interviewed uh, Paul Barber. So, have you flipped that one? Yeah, I haven't actually seen the full video, so I don't actually know exactly what was entailed. But he act- he apparently talks about Matoma. Seagull Social. Basically, potentially leaving. <laughs> Evening, in the Paul. Summer. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but basically, we're going to try and get Paul Barber on. So, Paul, if you're listening or anyone who's connected to the club is listening, <laughs> oh, we're going to try and get Paul Barber on the show. Oh, um, and we're going to get uh, we're going to get someone else as well potentially. Yes, special guest. But anyway, um, yeah. Um, so that'll be interesting to see. Yeah, from Matoma's future, like you said, Ryan. Unless we sign him to a new deal, does that mean his future's up in the air? I don't think it, it will have an impact, nah. but could be an interesting one to see how that develops. If Matoma's so yeah, focused, if we do like, he us. just he just literally is yeah. like the footballing robot, isn't he? He's just ready for the next game, and like he is literally the definition of that one on Football Manager. It's just like thanks, I'll just keep doing what I'm doing. Like he is that guy yeah, who yeah. just keeps mm-hmm. just keeps doing what yeah. he's doing every single time. Cheers, boss. Um, yeah, okay, cheers, no. boss. To keep doing what I'm doing. And that's like Matoma. <laughs> Homer, in my opinion he's just that guy that just he's so switched on he's so in that mindset of i'm gonna get better i'm gonna score i'm gonna get an assist every single game and it, you, it shows you can tell anyway i don't think there is anything a lot, my a lot is gonna ahead. change a lot's gonna change before the semi-final it'll be interesting mm. if it changes for the better for man united or the worse for us well, the, mate the last time but I there's games away, in between now and then we could suddenly drop out of form and be thinking shit what the hell but it could go the <laughs> other way and we're gonna be thinking yeah we're gonna whitewash it now we'll be fine we'll, we'll be fine final. Last time that I went away, Graham Potter left and pretty much everyone in the coaching staff did as well. So, uh, you know, by some miracle, uh, we could be doing an emergency podcast. I'll have your plane ticket, Ryan. <laughs> anyway, uh, I think that's pretty much everything from my head. Comments below, yeah. boys. Yep. Uh, comments below. Um, oh, the seagulls. Uh, something about seagulls eating the fish or something. Or, uh, oh, yeah, oh, yeah, that was it. Uh, that, no, the, the, hat, the haddock got battered. There yeah. you go. 
Battered Haddock, nice. please. Yeah, um, Haddock got battered. Yeah, Haddock got battered. <laughs> Something along them lines. Our brains are gone. It's too late for yeah. this. Anyway, boys, thank you very much for joining us as always. Um, make sure you are liking, commenting, subscribing and on YouTube and streaming on Apple Podcasts, Spotify and everything else that we're pretty much on. We're pretty much on everything nowadays. Yeah. So, yeah, make sure you're supporting and we'll see you probably at the end of this week, perhaps next week. But yeah, <laughs> cheers, lads. Yeah. Bye-bye. Peace. Peace. In a bit, in a bit. days are great but there's nothing quite like playing at home the same goes for mcdonald's maximize your home ground advantage with mcdelivery order now on the mcdonald's app at participating restaurants 18 plus serving times delivery fee and terms apply see mcdonald's.com hold up what was that boring no flavor that was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered. I fans.